You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For the first four days of this show this week, we were really ingrained in the Big Ten. And we were talking with guys around the Big Ten Conference's Big Ten community here on the Locked On Podcast Network. But to end the week, to end this Friday, we need to go outside the Big Ten Conference. And we need a different perspective for the Big Ten team win totals we have set for the 2021 college football season. So enter stage left. It is SEC Drew Carter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Friday, May 14th, and there he is. On the title, you can see if you are watching this on YouTube but still wearing a Johns Hopkins hat, people forget they are Big Ten Lacrosse School. It is SEC Drew Carter, the man with ties to Minnesota in his blood, but currently a sports reporter and anchor at CBS 42 in Birmingham, Alabama. Drew Carter, a pleasure to have you back on this Locked On Big Ten podcast. Hey, Ben. Thank you for having me. And it's not only the Hopkins hat. It is also, as I undress here, yeah, please, Minnesota row the boat with the go wow sky you mob baby now i'm Where'd putting you get that shirt i've had this is on sodastick.com it's like a very minnesota niche website um, yeah soda s-o-t-a stick.com little plug it out. i yeah. don't get a cut if you use my promo code drudel uh for 10 percent off at checkout i wish uh but i have to put the, the hoodie on because on this beautiful morning here in birmingham i am a little chilly because of some decisions I made last night. So you can put the pieces together for that. It's been a rough morning for your boy, but I feel great now that you're here. That I'm here. I feel great that you're here now, that we get to talk about these 2021 Big Ten team totals, and you will give us that outside perspective, how you see it with a rapid reaction to these team totals that we have set for the 2021 college football season. Drew, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on this podcast once again. So I ask you, though, because at times you have been inflammatory on this show, you have taken an SEC perspective, and at times it has grinded the gears of some of the followers of this podcast. You hit me with a word in our discussions earlier as we were planning out this podcast episode about a word called blaspheme. I have only heard it in the noun blasphemy, but apparently there's an a verb, is a verb usage, yes? Yes, well, everyone knows the word blasphemy from our good friend Stephen A. Smith, our right. media colleague, really, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Um, one of our peers, and he yeah. always says that's blasphemous or that's blasphemy. But people forget that there is a verb form of that word, which is blaspheme. And so you're right. I am inflammatory. I'm here to bring, bring the flamethrower. I'm going to blaspheme like I'm Martin Luther in 1517, man. I am ready to piss some people off. Let's do it. Wow. And the historical ties as well. Drew, I will also mention you are SEC Drew Carter. You cover Auburn. You cover Alabama. You cover UAB. We have a great set of podcasts across the Locked On Podcast Network's college channel in all the five power conferences right now. So not just Locked On Big Ten, Locked On Big 12, Locked On SEC, Locked On ACC, and the new iteration of Locked On Pac-12 as well. So after you're done listening to this great episode, go check out those other shows as well. So Drew, let's dive in to the 2021 Big Ten team totals that I have set here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast over the course of this past week. Were there any numbers in general that stood out to you as you looked at the East and West division totals that I set? Yeah, the one that really jumped out when I initially saw this, Ben, was Wisconsin at Hmm. 9.5. But I did a little research because that just seemed a little high to me. But I did a little reading. When I say I did a little research, I basically (laughs) just read an article for 20 seconds, and I was like, oh, 
Graham Mertz is coming back. He seemed pretty yeah. good last year. And before he got COVID and had to miss like what half the season because of the protocols the Big Ten had in place. I mean, they seemed like a legitimate threat to win the West. So looking at it a little bit more and just kind of remembering how good Wisconsin is on a year-to-year basis, I think they always get slept on. And I'm certainly guilty of that as a Minnesota fan. I just never give Wisconsin the credit they deserve. I think Wisconsin at 9.5 is pretty reasonable. And the same thing could be said for Iowa. Maybe it's just something about how those two teams play historically, which just isn't as sexy as an Ohio State or some of the teams that I, I cover down here in the Southeast. You're talking a diamond package with three tight ends and two <laughs> yeah. fullbacks isn't sexy? Then I don't want to know what sexy is, all right? Yeah, Ben, it's it's not uh, it's not 11 personnel they're running up in Iowa and Wisconsin. It's like it's 0-5 personnel with five yeah, tight ends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, those two teams, just based on the style of play and I think, you know, kind of the fact that they're sort of hidden in the Midwest, people in the country don't really give them a lot of credit, but those are two of the best programs in the country. So nine and a half for Wisconsin, eight and a half for Iowa, I think is pretty reasonable. And I think when you see those totals set in the Big Ten West, that Wisconsin and Iowa obviously did not win the Big Ten West in 2020. That went to Northwestern, but the Hawkeyes and the Badgers have the two highest totals for this upcoming 2021 season, as I have approximated that. And Drew, I think that's a bigger picture discussion that I would love your thoughts on as well, because I think because of how weird the 2020 season was, especially in Big Ten country, we get back to seeing the more consistent styles we saw in 2019 and what we have become accustomed to over the past five, six, seven years, whatever that may be in this league. What do you think we have on the horizon for 2021, Big Ten or just overall college football in general? I, I think you're right, but I think we see more of a return to normalcy, like society at large hopefully gets back to normal. And I think some of these programs do. And I think the perfect encapsulation of that is Penn State. You know, Penn State, everyone wrote them off when they lost their first five games last year, but they finished as one of the hottest teams in the conference. They won their last four. You set their over under at eight and a half. I think that's more than reasonable. In fact, I'd probably take the over on that because I think there's a chance Penn State returns to being clearly the second best team in that division after Ohio State, obviously. You know, Indiana, you hate to say it's like a, a flash in the pan or whatever, but I think there was some element of chance, I guess. Maybe that's probably the wrong word, but you put all like, look at the Miami Heat making the NBA Finals in the bubble. In this weird COVID environment, crazy things happen. And so Indiana being a top 10 team, yeah, they had a, a great squad. You know, Penix was amazing until he got injured. Fry Fogel, I know, is back. Allen's an amazing coach. But let's be honest, it's Indiana. Like, every recruiting class is basically outside the top 50 nationally. So maybe that was a little randomness there. Penn State losing their first five games, maybe that was a little randomness as well. I think we get back to a little more normalcy next season. And I think Penn State, Indiana, that's a pretty good example of that. Also a good example of that is maybe Rutgers doesn't win another Big Ten game ever again. Maybe. I think they will win one Big Ten yeah. game, but I think it's a little bit of a stretch for Rutgers to possibly rattle off three Big Ten wins like we saw in 2020. I do think you bring up a great point about we can expect some of the traditional powers, and that was a thing that infuriated a lot of people within the Big Ten Conference when the national pundits of sorts said, well, Michigan's having a bad year. Penn State's having a bad year. Indiana's up there. The Big Ten must have had a miserable 2020. I don't necessarily think so because, first off, you're playing a conference-only schedule, so it makes sense that half of the conference is good, yeah. half of the conference conference isn't so good and I think Indiana 
in a full schedule last year, wins eight or nine games and continues the yeah. progress that Tom Allen has made. They won eight games in 2019. They were trying to win eight games in back-to-back years for the first time since the late 80s in 2020. I think they go over their total I have set at seven and a half as well to win at least eight games, possibly nine win Deanna in 2021. I think they are building in the right direction. And I think that will be part of the consistency of the Big Ten East, though, that Indiana will be a factor, but nobody really at this point is going to knock off Ohio State. So you bring up two teams that have ties in the Big Ten East to a team you cover in the Auburn Tigers. First, let's start with IU. They got a big transfer pickup yesterday. The guy Stone Handy, as he is known, the defensive lineman, the transfer from Auburn. Do you have anything on this former Tiger? Stone Handy? Is that right? No? Who the hell is that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, ben, that's either wrong or he's so bad that I have no idea who he is or I'm just terrible at my job. Right. Let me, uh, let me, all possibilities. So all five days this week, we have looked at the Big Ten team totals for the 2021 college football season. On Monday and Tuesday, we set the totals for this upcoming year. We approximated them. We guesstimated them. We did our best due diligence to set fair and precise numbers for this upcoming college football season. We are trying to lend a helping hand to our friends at betonline.ag. And I would expect the official team win totals for the Big Ten Conference in 2021 to come out in just a few weeks. So BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Until we get those team win totals, you can look at the Big Ten Conference Championship future odds that BetOnline released earlier this week as well on BetOnline, or you can take in some of the pro sports. Baseball season is in full swing. The NBA and NHL are coming down to the wire, about to head into the playoffs. So before the next head pitch, head over to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you put in the promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit you heard me say great sign up bonuses that is a great sign up bonuses 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit again with the promo code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n bet online your online sportsbook experts March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Big Ten Podcast with SEC Drew is like that meme of the clasped hands. On one side, you have the Big Ten. On the other side, you have the SEC. They come together in the middle for talking college football in the month of May. We continue our conversation from the outside perspective, looking at the 2021 Big Ten team totals. But as we fill the space here, Drew, I will ask you the next question I had. Penn State, who we had, it is, I mean, it's great stuff. (laughs) Penn State, who we had at eight and a half, their third game of the year in that non-conference slate, comes in Happy Valley against the Auburn Tigers. What do you make of that game, at least on paper here as we sit here in the middle of May? I think that's a game, Ben, where Penn State reestablishes itself as one of the best teams in the conference and maybe even in the country. I don't really see Auburn putting up a fight in that game. 
to be mm. quite honest. I, I don't, I'm not high on Auburn coming into the season. Um, I think the coach they hired, Brian Harson, I think he's going to build something there, but not really in year one. I think it's going to take a while uh, for them to kind of adopt his mentality, if that makes sense. And, yeah. you know, Bo, Bo Nix, Bo Nix is not, let's be honest, he's not the answer. I don't think he's the answer. And, you know, there's, it's not totally his fault because in his first two seasons as the starter at Auburn, he's basically been under siege every time he takes a snap. And I think his mechanics have kind of suffered as a result. All that to say, this is a Big Ten podcast, not an Auburn podcast. So let's bring this back to Penn State. I think going into Happy Valley, if it is 100%, even if not, just the fact that fans are going to be there, hmm. I don't think Auburn really puts up a fight in that game. It's going to be pretty ugly for them. But from the Penn State perspective, it's going to be a big deal, I think. You know, yeah. if you cross Auburn at home heading into conference play, that's a really good look for your team. Probably gives them a lot of confidence, especially for a guy like like Clifford, who actually got benched at points last year, right? I mean, if, if they yeah. destroy Auburn, that's going to be huge for his confidence. And I think Penn State kind of reintroduces itself to the world as a really good team. I think so as well. And I think we'll see that in the first three weeks for the Nittany Lions because they start their season with a Big Ten opener on the road in Madison, Wisconsin against the Badgers. I think yeah. that will be a toss-up as of right now, a real 50-50 game as I look at it on paper here in May. But I think a win over Auburn, even if Auburn is not as great as they have been in years past, at least on paper, will be a huge thing and a notch in the cap for James Franklin and company as they head to the rest of the schedule, trying to build up those wins to get over the total I have set in eight and a half, but really just to get back in the winning column the way that Penn State is used to. Okay, so here's his name, by the way. Former Auburn defensive lineman. He wore 55 at Auburn. Now he looks like he might be wearing 13 at Indiana. Jaron Stone Handy is what it says here. Former top 100 recruit. A transfer. <laughs> All right. Well, it seemed like a seemed like a big deal for Indiana. All right. Good to know that maybe he didn't make much of an impact during his Auburn Tiger days. No. Things ben, to keep in mind. What's happening here is I'm just terrible at my job. Okay. That's it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jaron Stone handy. Look out for him on that yeah. Indiana defensive front. By the way, IU brings back a ton of production on that defensive side of the ball. So I do think Indiana has a good shot of going over their total. I set at seven and a half. The other yeah. team I want to ask you about in the Big Ten East is a team that from a national perspective is always going to be up there along the likes of Alabama, a team you cover very well. In fact, they lost to Alabama in the 2020 National Championship game, that, of course, being the Ohio State Buckeyes. I set their team win total at 11 and a half, which to go over means they have a perfect regular season. Obviously, that is going to be very difficult to do. But, Drew, I don't think you can set the total at 10 and a half because everybody and their mother would then take the over. What do you make of Ohio State? Let me just ask real quick so we're on the same page. Is this only in the regular season or is this for yeah. the entire season? No, this is regular season win totals. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I don't Does know. I would, I would take the under on that if I'm yeah. being completely honest. I would take the under just because, I mean, as we look through this conference, Ben, there are a lot of really good teams, really good teams. I mean, we talked about Penn State. You know, we think that they bounce back a little bit this year. Indiana, and for the record, Indiana, I wasn't trying to, you know, poo-poo on Indiana season last year is more of an example of how last year was just kind of random. So you right. saw a team like Indiana end up in the top 10. Michigan, I don't know where you get the eight and a half number, Ben. That's way too high. Michigan's a complete joke. So they're not going to beat Ohio State. But I think one of these teams has a chance to knock them off. It's just, it's a lot to ask of a team, any team outside of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, to ask them to go undefeated to hit their over. It's just a lot to ask. Now, are they going to be great? Yes, Ohio State's going to be great. They are the huge, huge favorites in this conference. But to go 12-0, and 0, that's hard to do. 
I agree with you completely. But if I set the over under total at 10 and a half, what would you take? Probably the over. Yeah, you'd have to juice the over to like plus 350 or minus 350 rather. So people would not take it. I agree, though. I think to go a perfect 12 and 0 in the Big Ten Conference or really anywhere is very, very difficult. You have a game come mid-October that you might slip up on. It might not be the best game you have played. Ryan Day, by the way, in his first two years as the head coach, has not lost a regular season game in Columbus. Could this be the first year for it? I think you would look at a couple of spots on that schedule, week number nine, or uh, no, I'm reading week number seven. It's very small. More, week more great week number, No, no, week eight. Week eight. It is week eight. Week eight on the road in Bloomington for Ohio State yeah. at Indiana. They go at Michigan for the game, the final week of the regular season. But until Jim Harbaugh is even competitive against Ohio State, I think you could chalk that up to a win. I think yeah. Ohio State having Penn State at home Halloween weekend, but to go Indiana on the road to Penn State, right there, I think there's the greatest potential for a regular season loss. I just don't know if at 11 and a half, I mean, you can't take, you can't take the, you can't set it at 10 and a half and then take the over. It can't happen. Now, Ben. Yeah. Who, who, what gives you the right to make these over-unders? Have, have, you exactly. spent, have you spent time in Vegas? By the way, do these all add up? Like if you add up these totals, does it equal a number that makes sense? I know there's non-conference play this year, so it doesn't have to be exactly 500, but. Oh, wow. I didn't even. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, Nothing. I guess nothing gives me the credibility to do so because I didn't even know that could be factored into the equation. No, as I. As I presented, though, when we first put out these totals, these were very crude guesstimations, if you will, as I look at the composite Big Ten schedule for 2021 and go, oh, Michigan and Nebraska, that's kind of a toss-up. Oh, that's like a .5. And then I'm like, oh, Nebraska should beat Illinois. That's one. And that's kind of how I went about going through the schedule as I looked at it on paper in the month of May, pretty much as a way to say, hey, let's talk about football in the month of May with our good friends. I (laughs) Yes, I will give you some credit, Ben, because – Here's here's what happened. Here's how I digested this information. I saw you Please. tweet, I set the over-unders for Big Ten teams. And I was like, Jesus, I'm going to open this and every number is going to be like 11, you know, because, <laughs> because you're such a homer. But I'll give you some credit because, you, I mean, you really kicked some of these down, like Northwestern at six and a half, just right. getting to be bowl eligible after the season they had last year. You know, I got to give you some credit. I think Thanks. you're being very objective here. Illinois at three and a half, I mean – Sorry, Brett Bielema, but Ben's just being honest, man. Rutgers at four and a half. You know, these these numbers are not inflated. So I do want to give you some credit there. On today's show, we're talking with Drew Carter and getting that outside SEC perspective of the Big Ten team win totals we have set. I wonder if they have a different perspective, also in SEC country, on what the favorite flavor of Built Bar there is. Because here, at least on the Locked On Big Ten podcast with yours truly, Ben Stevens, the host of this show, my favorite Built Bar flavor is peanut butter brownie of the nine delicious flavors they have in the regular rotation. Yes, they have some plus occasional limited time flavors as well, but when you're talking to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorite flavors. Those nine are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. I wonder if that perspective changes in SEC country. What is your favorite flavor? I would love to hear from you. And if you want to try all of these amazing flavors, you can get a mixed box at BuiltBar.com where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And the great thing about Built Bar, not only are they incredibly delicious, like a dessert every time you eat one, but they are also healthy and good for you. Most of the flavors above have 17 grams of protein, 
only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So Drew Carter questions my credibility and my authority to set the team win totals. Well, I'm Big Ten Ben, so I can do that. I also ask him to do the same for a couple of the teams that he covers in the SEC. It's a team win total takeover all week here on the show. We round it out on this Friday with SEC Drew Carter. If I were to put you on the spot here, Ben Stevens, I think you would probably take the over on all of these (laughs) because you're a homer. Let me see. I think I went through this. Uh, From the Big Ten West, because I have the notes jotted down, I went over on five of the seven. So yeah. There you go. Um, And then I think through the Big Ten East, I went under Ohio State just because I think there's going to be one loss, another great portion of radio here, or if you're watching (laughs) on YouTube on the Locked Up Big Ten channel, I went over, 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 under. Yeah, I think I think I went five of seven in both divisions, and one of the unders was Ohio State just because I set the total at 11 and a half. I want to ask you about your native state, Minnesota, because that's been one of the ones – that has been most debated, either through people on Twitter reaching out to Big Ten Ben or just on some of the conversations we have had on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. I set their total at five and a half, and I lean the under there as of right now. What would you say for Minnesota in 2021? Well, I would just say, Ben, you know, taking the over on five to seven in both both divisions here, life's way too short to bet the under. So I'd say go ahead. Why not? Thank you. Um, speaking of Minnesota, though, I, I would legitimately take the over. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. You know, Minnesota two years ago was amazing. I mean, they went 11 games. I don't think anyone really expected it. But I actually do believe that's more of the Minnesota under P.J. Fleck we should expect Mm -hmm. as opposed to last year. You know, Morgan's coming back. Quarterback is obviously the most important position. So you can talk about they they lose Bateman. They lose some weapons. But I still think Minnesota is better than what we saw last year. Um, so I would take the over on that, like going 500 in the regular season, I don't think is a big ask for this team at all. Uh, because like I said, I think if you look at the culture and you look at the quarterback, I think Minnesota is more what we saw in 2019 than 2020. I completely agree with you. And they have so much returning production. You look at Mohamed Ibrahim, the big 10 running back of the year. He is back. Tanner Morgan is back. Although Tanner Morgan did not have a great 2020, that consistency under center is huge. Their entire offensive line is back. Chris Ottman Bell is back. Much of that defense is back. My hesitation is that defense under defensive coordinator Joe Rossi because they were so abysmal last year in 2020. And they were young and they needed to fill some spots and gain some of that experience. But I need to see it before I necessarily believe it that Minnesota will have a defense good enough to win games in the Big Ten Conference. I would also say I could see six, maybe even seven wins. I just, you know, for the nature of doing a podcast, we've had great podcasting here. I had to go under a little bit. You're taking the under? Yeah, that was one of the ones I went under. Lean, I lean the under. I'm just trying to be a little bit contrarian. Oh, oh, Ben. All right. I'll bet you I'll bet you a tater tot hot dish that Minnesota goes over five and a half. Let's do it right now. I hope I lose. And then we can go to Minnesota and do it together. That'd be fantastic. Virtual shake. Yeah. Pack your bag. Virtual We're going shake. to Minnesota. And I'm going to get you <laughs> some tater tot hot dish. Oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> man. Thanks so much. I will pack my bag. All right. I want to finish with this. Yeah. Give me. 
Well, I don't know how many I want to get out of the SEC from SEC, Drew, but give me Alabama's team win total for 2021. And I guess Auburn, if you feel like it, or if there's another SEC team you really want to highlight for this upcoming college football season. Alabama, um, if we're doing regular season win totals, 12.0. Um, so, <laughs> so you actually cannot you cannot bet the over technically but if you're just if you love alabama so much you want to push you know put all your chips to the table and you can just say yeah that was that was the ballsiest bet i ever made i literally could not win but i still bet on alabama 12.0 in all seriousness dude like on paper georgia is better than alabama coming into the year georgia is mm. freaking loaded that team is stacked. JT Daniels, when he came back from injury last year, was amazing. The defense is always going to be great. I think Georgia might be more talented, at least on the offensive side of the ball, just with more guys we've seen. But it's Georgia, so they're going to blow it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind that Georgia will not get over the hump this year. But I do think on paper, they're probably the best team in the country. So Georgia's win total, I'd probably set at 11 and a half as well. Mm. Um, but I, I just don't see them winning the SEC because Alabama is there. Do they play? Do the Tide and the Bulldogs play this upcoming I, year? In the regular I think season? so. I think so. Georgia is in the East, but those two teams play pretty much every year, I think. it's so Because it's so weird thinking about last season with the all-SEC schedule. It was all jacked up, and now they're going back to their normal rotation. Uh, but if if they do play, um, it's going to be incredible. They do not. If they don't, they do they'll not, probably the play. They'll probably play in the SEC championship, if I had to guess. Yeah. And that's nothing against Florida. It's just Georgia is so stacked that they're probably going to win the East, and that'll set up an awesome battle in the SEC championship where Georgia, again, will probably blow it. As for as for Auburn, as for Auburn, I think their win total, man, they're probably going to win all their non-conference games aside from Penn State, mm-hmm. and their over-under should be somewhere, I would say, seven and a half. And I might honestly take the under, dude. I just – their defense was not very good last year. The new coach is coming in. He's going to institute this new pro style offense. I just don't know if I don't know if they're going to figure it out in year one under Harson. So I'd probably take the under on seven and a half. Outside of Penn State, that non-conference schedule is super, super easy. I think they do have three wins there, but then you look at the SEC. Yeah. And it's going to be a toss-up, I think, for Auburn as well. SEC Drew Carter, this has been a wonderful time, giving us that outside perspective to the 2021 Big Ten team totals that I had no reason of setting, yet I did. <laughs> and thankfully I did because we got to speak about it here on the Lockdown yes. Big Ten podcast. So thank you as always for your time, your blaspheme of yeah. whatever, and for coming on the show once again. Michigan's a joke. Don't forget that. I need to piss someone off. So everyone in Ann Arbor, Michigan's an absolute joke. Hammer the under. He said it, not me. He said it, not me. SEC Drew Carter. So many thanks again to my guy, Drew Carter, for coming on today's episode. He is a wonderfully talented sports reporter and anchor at CBS 42 in Birmingham, Alabama. He is also a great play-by-play voice. And if he listens to this episode, which I'm not sure he will do, but I think his father might, Steve Carter, if you're there in Minnesota, a shout-out to you for holding it down in Big Ten country. Drew Carter is one of the best play-by-play voices of the younger generation. He is going to be a name to know, folks, in sports media for many, many years to come. I am grateful he graces us here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. I don't 
don't think he was so blasphemous or blasphemed today, however you want to use that word. I thought he brought up some great points and backed it up with his insight covering college football with the best of them. So thanks very much to Drew Carter for coming on today's episode. He given us the outside perspective of the Big Ten Conference in the SEC country. If you want perspectives all around the world, in the sports world, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts like the NFL schedule release. And on the question of the day on the Locked On Today podcast, they're asking, will the Dallas Cowboys start the season 0-2? The Dallas Cowboys have a couple of new Big Ten pieces on that defensive side of the ball. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So this has been the week of the Big Ten team win totals. What will we do next week? You'll have to tune in Monday to find out. Until we get to Monday, have a splendid weekend. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.